0: Hey guys, this is Sam and you're listening to the Facing the Sun podcast, the show that helps shine a light on building a better you. Hello, <laughs> welcome. I'm not going to lie, I I procrastinated recording this episode because it's very weird to just sit in an empty room and talk to yourself, but I guess if we're going to be starting a podcast, I should probably get used to that, yeah? Yeah. Um, Welcome. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Sam, and this is the Facing the Sun podcast. Um, A podcast dedicated to talking to people and learning strategies and skills to help shine a light on building a better you. So I wanted my first episode to be, one, an introduction of who the hell I am and what got me here and kind of what I hope the show um, becomes and where I would love to see it go. So there's a lot to unpack here, guys. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about in the world of Sam. But I wanted to give a brief kind of backstory on what got me to this point. And this might end up being the longest episode, or it might end up being the shortest episode. I don't know. We'll see. I'll try to keep it brief, though, so you don't get bored. Uh, but let's rewind back to uh, 2020. the the amazing (laughs) year that 2020 was for all of us. Uh, I was working virtually like everyone in corporate America. Um, And I liked my job. It was in marketing and I was pretty good at it. But I really, really, really was hating the nine to five, sitting at a desk and just not really having enough time in the day to do things that really made me happy. And I decided to start my own company. Thus, Sunflower Agencies was born in 2020, uh, specializing in social media strategy and influencer marketing and management. So that's what I was doing for my previous company. I knew I was good at it. I'd done it for years, and so I just figured, why don't I just do it myself instead of making money for the man, right? Smash the patriarchy. And so I started Sunflower Agencies, and we got really good really fast. Uh, Started picking up a lot of really awesome clients. Uh, I worked with Ace Hardware. I did stuff with the on-site team for the Super Bowl. Just a crazy, wild experience. Made so many connections. Uh, and really, really genuinely loved it um, for a long time. And still love it. I mean, it's still, it's still part of what I do for work. And so I was doing that, living the dream. And all of a sudden kind of started having weird health symptoms and some weird things that were going on with my body. And so I went into my doctor and uh, they did a couple tests and ended up saying that I had cervical cancer. (laughs) And and I remember sitting in the doctor's office thinking, okay, Sam, you're 25, uh, you're healthy, you've been an athlete your whole life, and here's this huge medical obstacle that you have no idea how to get over. Went through a couple different options, ended up getting a treatment done, and I thought that was the end of it. Uh, Alas, it was not (laughs) Um, Ended up having the same symptoms come back a couple months later Went into a different doctor to get a second opinion And they did an ultrasound and said look we're gonna need to go in and surgically and look at what's going on in there Uh, We have we have no idea what this is and we can't believe that nobody before ever checked (laughs) And so I was scheduled for just an exploratory surgery uh, in january of this year So what seven months ago? and I signed a bunch of papers saying if they found anything dangerous or that needed to be removed to just do it instead of waking me up and having to put me back under later. But I really, everyone in my life, myself included, was convinced that it wasn't going to be nothing. It was They were just going to be able to find it, take it out, whatever. No big deal. So my partner drops me off at the hospital. And they're like, it'll be like a three or four hour surgery. He's like, okay, great. So he goes home. They call him like an hour and a half later, saying that I'm already in recovery. So he's under the impression that everything went great. It was a super fast surgery. It took him a little bit longer to get there because I woke up and I was by myself in the recovery room. And I heard the nurse say, your hysterectomy was successful. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) Come again, ma'am? And that began sort of this... Not sort of extreme, this extreme ego death, spiritual death, rebirths uh, kind of journey that I've been on since the beginning of this year. Um, turns out I had stage two uh, uterine cancer and it had spread down to my cervix, which is why the previous doctor just assumed that that's what it was. That's a different story. We will unpack a different day on a different episode. Um, but yeah, it, it was shocking um I, I had to get my entire uterus removed, my cervix is gone, um and that kind of sent me into uh i like to say an evolution now, but it was definitely a rough go for a couple of months there. I was entirely unaware of the emotional healing I would need to do on top of the physical healing of having a major surgery. I mean, my recovery was twelve weeks, I could hardly lift anything by myself. Um, and anyone who knows me knows that I push the boundaries of recovery literally all the time. And so I wanted to go work out. I wanted to be active. I wanted to do stuff and I couldn't, and it was extremely frustrating. And I had no idea how to deal with these big emotions that were coming up because the organ that helps me regulate those was now gone. And I was dealing with the, grief of not being able to have children on my own anymore which was never a really huge goal for me anyway but having that choice taken away from me uh without my consent it was well I mean not without my consent we can probably cut that out having that choice taken away from me uh, when I wasn't ready for it I guess probably is a better way to put it um was really hard, and I was not prepared. My partner was not prepared. My family was not prepared. I mean, none of us knew. None of us knew what that was going to be like, and so it took me a while to really kind of come out of that fog, so to speak, and when I did, I I launched myself on this really incredible and really beautiful and powerful spiritual discovery healing journey uh, I feel like this next episode that we do uh, is going to have to really just unpack that entire trip because it it was truly wonderful and magnificent and changed who I am to my very core. So we'll unpack that probably in episode two. Um, but it, I prioritized really just coming back to myself and figuring out who I was again because there's no way I could go back to the girl I was before my surgery and before all of this stuff happened Um, but I could create something new and fall back in love with, with someone new. And that was the girl who was looking at me in the mirror every morning. And so I like started working again and it was fine, but I just like, wasn't stoked about it. And finally, one day my partner, his name is Johnny. You, I'm sure you will hear about him a lot, um, looked at me and was like, hey, so I can tell that you're not super excited about work anymore. How can I support you? Like, what, what, what do you need? And I was like, I don't really know. I, I just don't really love it anymore. Started crying because I'd never really put the two pieces together. I mean, this company was something that I built. It was my baby. I built it by myself. It's supported me for the last two and a half years. And uh, it was really hard for me to, to be like, yeah, this isn't really what I want to do anymore. Because I had put so much time and effort, blood, sweat, and tears into building this business. And he said, well, if, if you could do anything, what would you do? And I sat there for a second and I said, well, I, I really want to be a life coach. <laughs> but I have no idea how to go about doing that. I mean, where do you even start? And so that began this next chapter, which then wound us up here. So I found this program called IPEC. And it's a a pretty lengthy program. It is uh, July now and I'll be graduating in January um, to be a life coach. But it's it's very energy focused, which fits the theme of this new course of my life very much. And I connected with it very deeply. And so I started going through the process of signing up and getting admitted and then um, taking classes and I have never been more excited about anything in my whole life than I have been about this course. I have always loved learning. Conventional school wasn't my biggest strong suit. I did it. I didn't love it. But this program is phenomenal. And it centers very much around energy and where we're putting our effort and where we're putting our time and how can we really know ourselves well enough to be able to release those energy blockages that we're putting in front of ourselves, right? So I start taking these classes and uh, Johnny's like, well, you should start a podcast. And you should start talking about going through this program and your journey and your story. Because I mean, yes, I have been through quite a lot, but I never really thought it was a story that would connect with that many people. But as soon as I started talking about it, God, the the chatter and communication that I have received just from being open about what I've gone through is amazing and truly phenomenal. So I have no doubt that uh, people will connect with this in, you know, one way or another, but that's what brings us to now. And that's why you are listening to me talk and ramble (laughs) about my story is because I feel like the Facing the Sun podcast is not only going to be a platform to help me talk through all of this stuff that I'm learning. And if anything, that's what I would love it to be is just a way for me to word vomit all the stuff that I'm learning onto the internet and have it as a record somewhere, kind of like an online journal. Um, but I really do think that it will help a lot of other people who might not be going through the same thing, but something similar. I mean, I'm, we've all dealt with career crises before and ego deaths and not loving where we're at in life and wanting to be somewhere new. But the beauty of this and what I've learned through the last couple of weeks after starting this program is you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. As long as you are doing what you can to be the best version of yourself. And at first so long, I was stuck in the rat race of performance and always trying to make more money and have a better title and just be more than what I was. And this program has really helped me realize that the person that is sitting in this blue chair talking into the abyss is more than enough by herself. She doesn't need to be making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, uh, or, you know, winning all these titles or going out to all these things. And of course I am dedicated and have goals and I want to achieve big things. And I know that that will happen because of the path that I'm on, but I don't need it don't need it to make me feel a certain way or be something. It's just a product of being the best version of myself. So hopefully you haven't fallen asleep yet, (laughs) but uh, that's what Facing the Sun is going to be. Every week it's either going to be me talking or interviewing a guest about uh, their story and what brought them here and where they want to go and tips, best practices, advice on on how to shine the light on the best version of you. So I'm very happy that you're here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you join me for the journey. I feel like it's going to be an absolute wild one, but uh, I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, But thank you so much. And I will be talking to you guys soon thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you want to keep up with all the happenings, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. You know the drill. You can also find me on Instagram at samadams7 and find out more about the biz at sunfloweragencies.com. That's S-N-F-L-W-R agencies.com. Thanks guys.